everyone and welcome to Close Up. This is an O'Reilly Magazine podcast. We're your hosts, Kaya. And Amelia. And this is our first series. In true O'Reilly style, both of us and our guests will be getting personal, exploring our feelings and opinions in their entirety. Whether or not you are familiar with Aurelia, we are a digital magazine and we publish um, marginalised genders, focusing explicitly on first-person stories and opinions. I'm the founder and the editor-in-chief. Um, and we publish incredibly moving and thought-provoking work by marginalised voices. And I've been doing this since 2018. So I'm Amelia. Um, I'm new to the team. Thanks for having me, Kaya. And um, I've just joined this month in February and I'm the project manager at Aradia and as well as an editorial assistant. And this is our first project under your project manager umbrella. So So exciting. Hopefully it's going to go very well. Uh, Thanks for listening. Um, We've got really high hopes for this. We've got some really exciting guests that are going to be joining. We'll be alternating episodes where we interview people with just us two having a chat um, about various topics. And it'll just be like listening to me. Um, so I think a good place to start so that everyone feels like they know us is to us talk about how we know each other yeah um, and it all starts on a hellish website called spareroom.com <laughs> like a lot of friendships do yeah uh, so we live together um, we live in a beautiful house but it took me a while to move in yeah <laughs> there was a lot because it was during um, a lockdown it wasn't during a I can't never remember this. Life's just a blur. I think there was still some social distancing going on. Yeah, it was um, a bit of a weird pandemic time. Yeah, it was. Regardless. Yeah, and um, obviously it was very much like in quickly, out quickly. So it took a while to feel like everyone knew me. Um, so by the time I finally moved in, I was very relieved. Yeah, <laughs> and we were so glad for you to move in. Yeah, I, and I love it there. And obviously that's where Amelia and I met. But um, I moved in and we do most of everything there but I thought I was just moving in with humans but then Amelia got two cats I two wish you kittens. could visualize how beautiful these cats are <laughs> they're ragdolls I love I bought ragdolls because I'm so needy and ragdolls are the neediest cats <laughs> so that's how they came to be in our lives they have amazing names Patty and Selma mm. I only got into the Simpsons this year did you I never liked it Oh, well, my nickname's Millhouse, so that's why the kind of obsession. That makes perfect from. sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're named after Marge's sisters, obviously, who are iconic. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, they're just lovely. I feel like Patty really lives up to Patty off yeah. Simpsons, too. Yeah, yeah, he does. If cats could smoke, he'd smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stressed out all the time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but they've been subject to a lot of my pandemic joy such as glittery collars we had at one point yeah off amazon once patty wore a wig i'm gonna try and find a way i'm gonna post this somewhere so people can see it it's it's insane how much he's enjoying wearing the wig yeah he's a diva yeah because normally cats like go absolutely mental don't they and start throwing themselves around but he was just like <laughs> staring into space You're looking like baby. a Karen. <laughs> So, obviously, Amelia and I met during the pandemic, so we haven't been able to get out much or do things that we would normally do, which would be, obviously, going to bars or just being out in the world. So, a lot of our lives have been in our house. Mm -hmm. So, we've been spending a lot of time with Patty and Selma, who have been subject to costumes, (laughs) wigs, (laughs) glittery collars. Diamante collars. (laughs) Which Patty absolutely loves. They're just the shining stars of my Instagram story. <laughs> um, and also, we do a lot of karaoke, don't we? 
Yeah, so I ordered a karaoke machine um, just before New Year and I'm not exaggerating when I say it was the same height as me. It was so big, I couldn't move it anywhere, so we had to send it back, didn't we? How tall are you for reference? Five foot and half an inch. (laughs) (laughs) Five foot. Um, Yeah, so that's what we do. We tend to go for Khaleesi's Millionaire most of the time. Yeah. That happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Not everyone loves it. The neighbours. As much as we do. Yeah. But the neighbours did text to say, is that Mulan I can hear? (laughs) (laughs) And it was Mulan. It was Mulan. Um, Yeah, so as mentioned, we're working on Aurelia together, something that I'm so excited about. Um, I love Amelia as a friend, but she also really impresses me. So getting her on board was huge for us. Um, But aside from Aurelia... Because I've been trying to think, especially because it's the start of a new year, about resolutions. I hate that word, but, you know, I'm thinking about who I actually am outside of my main bit of work, which is Aurelia. So I've been writing for years. Um, I tend to write personal pieces that explore identity because a lot of who who I think I am is confused. Um, so I try and unpack that in my work. Um, I also edit here and there for some publications and I'm working as a host for virtual events at the moment and hopefully in-person ones going forward. But Amelia does really interesting work. I mean, it's not half as exciting as yours, um, but I work in documentaries and um, I am also a freelance writer. So, yeah, I mean, it takes me to all the exotic places. I've just spent three months in Blackpool. Which was really fun, actually. It was really good. Um, so, yeah, but now it's time to start a bit of podcasting. Yeah, you did love it, though, because the shower actually had some water pressure, didn't it? Yeah. Unlike <laughs> ours, which is a dribble. Unlike our dribbly shower. <laughs> <laughs> a dribble. Um, yeah, um, and you're also a professional online purchaser. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've I've sold I'm I feel like I am the devil because I've actually got Kai into Amazon, <laughs> which I feel really bad about. But I honestly have about four parcels every day of stuff I could easily get from Tesco. But I'm trying to phase it out because obviously it's very important to kind of spread the wealth. But it is hard, isn't it? Yeah, I hate Jeff, but I just love what he can provide me with. <laughs> also my obsessive Amazon reviews. Yeah, they are really good. Sometimes they're kind of outrageous. I'm just like is that real or? I was trying to figure out if you can literally get anything on Amazon. Obviously, the answer is yes. So one of the first things I typed in was like sex doll. Um, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot. On Amazon? On Amazon. Um, so those reviews are great. But um, if <laughs> if you just go a bit more general, it's like frequently bought together, isn't it? So mm. it's like it's like a fake arse and condoms. <laughs> so obviously, it clicks on the condoms. Um and those reviews are the best reviews on the internet. Oh, really? We have yeah. to look at them. Just your ex thin feel. <laughs> just, just find it. It's great. Did it persuade you? <laughs> I'm not a condom user, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously everyone should do contraception, but it's not for me. It's not for and me I don't either. know if it's not for me because I don't like it or whether it's not for me because men have always told me throughout my life that it makes what? us yeah. feel bad for them. I I, I think the same thing. Mm. I think it could just be a bit of internalised pushing it away, but... Yeah, I haven't used a condom for years, and I remember I said to one of my friends, I just don't use them because it doesn't feel the same. And she was like, what do you mean? Mm. Like, it feels exactly the same Yeah, for, for a woman. Yeah. 
So maybe I'll get back into it. Yeah, I'll have a look at this recommendation. <laughs> um, yeah. So we love the cats. We love karaoke. We love sitting on the sofa watching TV. Special mention to I Hate Susie, impeccable television. Yeah. And Naked Attraction. Oh, we've seen a lot of penises on there. Yeah. Over lockdown. Mm. It's made me feel a lot better about my changing body, though. Yeah. My body's changed a lot since oh, lockdown began. So I bought an exercise bike also off Amazon. <laughs> Have you opened it yet? No, Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> you know I've not opened it. <laughs> I actually didn't know Such a cow. I can't wait to use it. <laughs> um, yeah, and we do interesting things and we also do a lot of sitting in. So again, this is where this is coming from. We just want to do something a bit different and also be able to bring our amazing Amazon conversation to a wider <laughs> audience. Sponsor us, Jeff. <laughs> I can't believe Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world. I know, it's insane. What's the name of his kid called? Um, right. I it's think like it's X. X squared minus Y or something, isn't it? Yeah, I just find it mind-boggling. This is so old news, obviously, but I find it mind-boggling that Grimes is the mother of his child. I know. What do they talk about? Do they talk? <laughs> or do they just beat? Probably just, te- yeah, telepathically. <laughs> um, so I was trying to think of a way that we could be as personal with... Mm-hmm the listeners as possible um because obviously something like this takes quite a bit of planning and what we are trying to do with the magazine is of course get as personal with people as possible and elevate them on a very individual level so i googled something as simple as very personal questions i'm very nervous about this i am very nervous too Uh, and the first page that came up is simply called deep and meaningful (laughs) That's it. Uh, and there's 92 questions on here. So I was thinking what we can do is just put 1 to 92 in a random number picker. Okay. And ask each other three deep and meaningful questions. So I'll go okay. first. I'll ask you first. All right. I'm just going to generate. Okay. 62. Okay. I don't know why I laughed. Is money important to you? Yeah, it is. And I was reading something the other day where um, someone was doing an interview and was just saying something like, you know, money just isn't important. It doesn't change your life. It doesn't make your life easier. You know, happiness comes from within. And I was like, you're probably stinking rich though, aren't you? Like, have you ever been so skin that you don't know how you're going to be able to get home? You don't have enough change for the bus. It's horrible. Mm. It's so horrible. So I would never uh, want to put down anyone for wanting to feel comfortable. Mm. I think that's fine. There's a difference between being a billionaire and, you know, being comfortable, I think. It takes a certain amount of money to be able to say something like that, doesn't it? Definitely. That you don't need money to be A certain amount of privilege there. Yeah, me and Amelia talk quite often about wanting to make money just to be comfortable and not have to work because we don't like working very much. Um, <laughs> and Amelia's got a big idea and it's to own a car park. Right. I think it's an amazing idea. I want feedback on this because I think it's amazing. It's a money spinner. And I tell you what, when I was in Blackpool working, <laughs> I was interviewing a man and he said, if you ever, um, if you ever can afford to get a house... Don't do it. Get a car park. 
And I thought about it, and I was like, hold on a minute, he's onto something here. Yeah. So I've actually have rang someone to see if, you know, how to do it, and they were kind of like, I don't know. So um, <laughs> it's going to be a long journey, I think, Kaya. But, but if we think about this, right, you own a car park, you're never not going to make money because everyone needs to park their car. Everyone does. Everyone. Who has a car. It's going to make money every day. And then if you ever want to sell it, somebody's going to come in and say, can I flatten your car park (laughs) and put some flats on it? And all I need to do is just sit there in my little hut in my high-vis jacket and say, £10, please. Yeah. Or £5, however much it is. Yeah. So money is important, but car parks are essential. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm quite happy with that answer. I feel like people are learning a lot more now. Great, should I, should I generate Spin my the number? Wheel. Here we go. Okay, here we go. 33. It says, what were the best experiences and events that happened to you in the last 12 months? Um, Lisa, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no. The thing that happened to me was not dying. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm here. Um, yeah. No, the best thing that happened to me in the last 12 months aside from moving in to our home of course <laughs> is um I feel like people have a lot more confidence in me work-wise I don't think um I knew what I wanted to be for a very long time um, and then when I did know which was sort of abstract which is just to write air quotes um I didn't really have a way in because obviously I'm a woman of color I come from a working class background um it's hard to get your foot in the door. I kind of was struggling at uni with mental health, so that all sort of didn't go in the way that I originally envisioned that it would. Um, so obviously I made my own platform. Um, it was a slow start for us. We've been going since 2018, but in the last year we've really come into our own. There's a lot of momentum, there's a lot of interest, people really love the content. Um, so I feel like people are approaching me now instead of me having to put myself out there all the time asking if we can work together or if I've got any advice or if I can help them in any way, which I'm always happy to do because I know how hard it can be. But yeah, I feel like I've gotten to a point now where I'm confident calling myself a writer and an editor and all those, those boss things. bitch. Yeah. That's how I describe you. I'm just making it happen. Made it's happening. It. Thanks, 2020, <laughs> for something. Okay, um, I'm going to spin the wheel. Yeah. Okay, so you've got 51, which is a nice number. How do you feel about your relationship? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so this is quite funny because um, I've been with my boyfriend for nine years, which is a long time when you're 27, I think. People normally shudder when I say that. Um, but, you know, it's amazing. And I feel like it's really hard, but also it's so amazing at the same time quite funny because I feel like there's absolutely nothing I don't know about my boyfriend he's called David so it, yeah it just makes me laugh really um and hopefully we're gonna be moving into our house at some point which will be lovely we've got two little fur babies who I love mm. I love David I love your relationship as well Aww. um and I could only hope that someone would love me for that long <laughs> of course you're doing very well (laughs) you're doing very well um yeah but just a little side note it does say relationships plural okay so I mean do you want to maybe 
assess another relationship. Do you tend to get the same delivery driver? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't name. say I've noticed really. <laughs> to be honest, Gaia. <laughs> um, but no, like I think, especially this year, relationships have been really. It's been really weird, and you kind of notice how hard it is to keep in touch with some people, how easy it is to keep in touch with others. And, you know, sometimes you just realise, well, you know, we're just friends because we just get pissed together a lot or, you know, what is it? So I think this year has been a really good year to kind of suss out what what our relationships mean. Um, It definitely has for me and it's definitely strengthened a lot of my friendships, especially you know, speaking to people on Zoom, which I hate, but I love speaking to them um, much more than I would have done when I was going to work every day and being absolutely knackered from that. So um, I think relationships have, have been strengthened this year. That's good. Um, I think this year I've realised that I'm a low-maintenance friend. I don't feel the need to sort of check in every single day. and I think that's because my mind is busy, so I don't always have the mental capacity but um that doesn't work for everyone but I think that some of my relationships have you know been strengthened a lot and some of them I think I've lost friends this year but I think how could you not learn a lot about yourself and your friendships in a year like the Mm. one we just had Mm -hmm. so I'm grateful yeah I think that's something I've learned over the last maybe year or two sometimes I hang on to friendships Mm. and I've I have I've lost like probably two close friends in the past few years, which is something I've never think I've never want to do that. And I'd kind of look down on people who lose friends sometimes, which is wrong of me, um, because I think, oh, how can you do that? But actually, no, it's it's good. It's mm. good to shed your skin. Yeah, I agree. I always think I always used to think that. I would, like obviously, being in our twenties, I would think, how can people fall out at our age? But sometimes people make it very possible. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got number 93. Oh, there is no 93. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it to be 93 on a 1 to 92 list. Okay. Uh, 83. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's an interesting noise. How do you live a productive life? I feel like I'm getting all the questions that are hard to answer given the year that we've just had. Um, how do I, I don't think that's hard for you because you're so productive. Do you think so? You're incredibly productive. It's really inspiring. Thanks. <laughs> Hire <laughs> me. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I don't have a routine. Um, recently, especially, I've, my sleeping pattern is terrible, so I'm not going to sleep till like half two in the morning, which I get is like cool and normal for a lot of people, but I've always been um, an early nighter. So that's been strange to f- not feel tired till such um, an early time of the morning. Um, and then I've not been waking up till 11, sometimes half 12 if you know, I'm feeling Glorious. especially rested. Um, so, yeah, I don't put any pressure on myself to wake up at any certain time. Maybe that would be different if the world wasn't on furlough, but um, at the moment I think it's fine to sort of let your body do whatever it wants to do. I think that's a pretty good place to start, not putting too much pressure on yourself if you're able to. Um, and I just wake up and I'm addicted to my laptop and communicating with people, so I just, like, read my email straight away. Um and then 
I also plan out everything I'm doing on a calendar that I've made myself on Google Docs. So um, I stick to that because I think it's good to have something to aim for. This is mainly like publishing on the website too. And I try and read. If I make space to read a book, which is separate to whatever I'm working on um, on the website or in my own writing, um, my brain just works a lot better than it would otherwise because I'm engaging with other people's writing and most probably like a fiction, someone's fictionalised world. So it's nice to have the difference between my actual life and something that somebody's created. It's also really inspiring. So I just try and like take art in in ways that I can because before coronavirus, I was really into things that everyone loves, like going to the cinema or going to a gallery Um traveling obviously things that we can't do anymore that I think I probably took for granted so when I'm next able to do that I mean hopefully my productivity will know no bounds but for now yeah just try and take each day slowly and make sure I eat something otherwise my work isn't very good because I'll just lag but yeah just try and do whatever I can I think what you said about uh trying to make space to read a book is so good because um, I've really been connecting with the idea of when you don't have time to relax, that's when you need to relax the most. Um, and I've got really bad habit when I'm trying to be productive in just like going at it. And then I'll have that phase of just like doing everything. And then I can't bring myself to do anything after that. But actually bringing more balance into it and actually, like you say, reading a book, mm. doing my stretches in the morning all that kind of stuff, even if you feel like you don't have time for it, I think that just having that balance makes you far more productive long-term. definitely, definitely. I used to be, like, addicted to hot bubble baths. It's my thing that I love most in life, but it's no longer an option. So um, (laughs) I just try and think of ways to replace that, really. Anyway, that can relax. I also love watching TV. People really have a stigma against people who love TV, I love I TV, love especially it. trash. Tra- we love trash. I <laughs> love it, trash. Um, yeah, any trash, I'll I'll watch it. I yeah. love it. Is it my turn? It's, it's my turn, turn yeah. isn't it? Is, this is your last question, I think. Is it? Yeah, so get ready. 26. Mm. What has impacted you the most? Oh, my God. I know, it's a bit of a ooh moment. Ooh, okay. Do we go down the trauma route or do we go down the happiness route? <laughs> Um, whatever you're comfortable with what has impacted me the most we know that trauma sells people love trauma (laughs) Um, I'll tell you something that impacted me significantly recently well when I say recently it's probably about a year ago now Uh, but it's my motto that I live by now which is you should always be doing something which half excites you and half scares you and um, I was in a really high-pressure job that I hated. Um, I'd had really bad insomnia. It was, re- it was really awful. And I went to talk with a lady um, who is quite helping a media company. And I had a little chat with her after. And I said, I don't know why, but I kind of... Sh- I kind of just laid out my life to her and I was like, I'm I'm doing a project and I just don't think I'm qualified to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. This is, it's absolutely terrifying. And she said, don't worry because you're going to be able to do it and you should always be doing something in life that 
half excites you and half scares you. And if not, then you're not you're not doing it right. You're not pushing yourself. And the weight that was lifted off me then, I was just like, thank you. Thank you so much because it gave me the strength and resilience to be able to finish it off because I realised that everyone who does amazing things are also scared at the same time. It doesn't. It shouldn't always be easy. Um, so that really impacted me and I'm really grateful that she said that to me. I love that so much. Yeah. It's really good advice. Yeah. I love a good cliche. I know. I really do. They work. It. They do. They do. I used to really resent them but... Now I just apply them to everything that I can. Is it your turn for a question? It's my last question. Here we go. For number 58. Keep me in the 50s. Oh, this is nice. Good. What inspires you? Uh, what inspires me? The idea of my future self inspires me. I know what I want. I know that I want traditional things like children. I know that I probably want to get married. I know that I want a nice house. But most of all, I know that I want to have created things that have brought people closer together um, and help people understand each other more. That's my biggest goal with Aurelia, is that by giving people a chance to tell their personal stories in a way that the majority of other magazines or publications wouldn't allow, because it's not, um, air quote, relatable enough, which I completely disagree with, or doesn't have enough clickbait to it... um, we read these, we understand each other in a way that we didn't before we took that time. Um, and hopefully, if it all goes the way I want it to, I'll be able to keep working on projects like this forever. Um, Britain is a really difficult place to live, England especially at the moment. Um, there's so much division, it's scary, and um, a lot of the time it's uncomfortable. But... I've proven to myself and hopefully others that there's a lot of beauty and people are willing to connect and people are willing to hold their hands out and like accept other people or hold their hands up and say, I didn't understand this before, but now I understand it and I've grown. Um, And what inspires me, coming back to the question, is the thought that I might leave something behind or build something that makes people feel seen um, and helps them see other people in a fuller way. That's what inspires me. I've got goosebumps. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so that's us. Um, that's who we are as people and what's led us to us being beautiful friends. Um, so we hope you enjoyed it. This is the end of our intro episode. There's a lot more to follow. Um, if you've got any questions for us, we'd be happy to answer them in future episodes, especially when it's just us two talking. Maybe even a little bit of an ask us anything mm. would be interesting. Because after answering those questions, I feel like I've got stuff to say. Yeah. So I've I'm got stuff to ready to come out. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you can get in touch with us. We'll leave our emails in the description. But um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.